Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Monday, January 1st. We're looking back at a year of strange happenings in enterprise tech news and discussing how company executives can ensure generative AI is ethical. Plus, we'll be exploring how India plans to navigate EVs in 2024 and discussing Shield AI's massive Series F expansion, scaling their valuation to $2.8. This coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Technology Station. Please enjoy today's selection of technology news. Reflecting on the enterprise tech news of 2023, it's been quite a year. We started with Salesforce drama and ended up with generative AI and ChatGPT dominating the news cycle. Celeste, what's your take on this shift? James, it's been a fascinating year indeed. The rise of generative AI in the enterprise has been a game changer. When OpenAI released ChatGPT at the end of last year, it was hard to predict the profound impact it would have on enterprise software. It's not just about automating tasks or improving efficiency, it's about fundamentally changing the way we interact with software. It's arguably the biggest change to user experience design since the advent of point-and-click interfaces. That's a big statement, Celeste. Can you elaborate on how generative AI and tools like ChatGPT are transforming user experience? Certainly, James. Generative AI like ChatGPT uses machine learning to generate new content. It's not just about understanding or interpreting data, but about creating something new from it. In the context of user experience, this means AI can generate responses, suggestions, or even entire workflows based on user input. It's a more dynamic, responsive, and personalized approach to UX design. Instead of users adapting to the software, the software adapts to the users. That's a fascinating shift in paradigm. But what about other enterprise stories that made the news this year? Can we expect similar, transformative changes in other areas? While AI has been a major focus, there have been many other significant developments in the enterprise tech space, from advancements in cloud computing and cybersecurity to the continued evolution of SaaS models and digital transformation strategies, the landscape is continuously evolving. However, the impact of AI, particularly generative AI, is so pervasive that it's influencing these other areas as well. It's an exciting time to be involved in enterprise tech. Indeed, it's a thrilling time. The impact of AI on enterprise tech is profound and far-reaching, and it's clear that we're only at the beginning of this journey. On that note, generative AI is proving to be a game-changer for businesses across all sectors, with McKinsey estimating it could add between 2.6 trillion to 4.4 trillioners annually across numerous industries. However, it's not just about adopting this technology, but implementing it correctly. Isn't that right, Celeste? Absolutely, James. Simply adopting generative AI doesn't guarantee success. It's crucial for businesses to have a long-term strategy to harness the immediate advantages of generative AI while also mitigating potential future risks. This includes addressing concerns around system failure, copyright exposure, privacy violations, and social harms like the amplification of biases. It's interesting to note that only 17% of businesses are addressing these risks. What should businesses be doing to future-proof their operations and reap the benefits of AI? Businesses need to ensure they are prepared for forthcoming regulations. Governments across the globe are alive to the risks of AI. For instance, President Biden signed an executive order to create AI safeguards, the UK hosted the world's first AI safety summit, and the EU brought forward their own legislation. Therefore, generative AI systems must adhere to current and future regulatory requirements. So how can leaders balance the risks and rewards of generative AI? Businesses that leverage three principles are poised to succeed. Human-first decision-making, 
robust governance over large language model LLM content, and a universal connected AI approach. By making good choices now, leaders can future-proof their business, reap the benefits of AI, and boost their bottom line. That's a great point, Celeste. It's not just about adopting AI, but also about integrating it effectively into the business strategy and ensuring it aligns with regulatory requirements. Speaking of strategic shifts, India, a major player in the global automotive industry, is focusing on alternative fuels and electric vehicles. The year 2024 is set to be a pivotal one for the country, which is the third largest automotive market globally. This comes as India faces challenges in offering growth capital to late-stage startups and attracting foreign EV manufacturers like Tesla to its domestic market. Celeste, can you give us a deeper dive into this? Absolutely, James. In 2023, India sold almost 24 million vehicles, including commercial and personal four-, three-, and two-wheelers. Over 1.5 million of these were EVs, capturing 6.35% of the total base. While the overall growth was nearly 10% from about 22 million vehicles sold in 2022, EV sales grew by close to 47% from 1.03 million EVs sold last year. This brings the total number of electric vehicle sales in the country to nearly 3.5 million. That's quite a significant growth in EV sales, but I understand there's been a dip in sales compared to previous years. Can you explain why that's the case? Yes, the growth in EV sales in 2023 wasn't as high as in the previous two years. One of the reasons for this dip is the cut in subsidies given to two-wheeler customers through the $1.38 billion incentive scheme called FAME2. This led to a 56% drop in the monthly sales of electric two-wheelers in June alone. The sudden drop in electric two-wheeler sales has arguably impacted the country's overall EV market, as India is predominantly a two-wheeler market and has limited manufacturers in the electric car segment. That's interesting. How have the market and manufacturers responded to this change in subsidies? Ravneeth S. Fokala, chief business officer of electric two-wheeler startup Ather Energy, noted that the market took a hit for about three months due to the FAME2 update, but it has rebounded to pre-subsidy change levels. He also mentioned that while the subsidy impacted them in the short term financially, the market pricing is now close to non-subsidy levels, which means the market has gotten used to price levels that can be explored broadly when the subsidy ends. That's a positive outlook. How has this affected the market dynamics and competition among manufacturers? The subsidy update has led to consolidation and sudden exits of many small-scale electric two-wheeler brands. The top four players, namely Ola, TVS Motor, Ather Energy, and Bajaj, which combined had around 26 to 27% share about nine months ago, currently capture about 80% of the total electric two-wheeler market. Ather Energy sold an average of about 80,000 to 85,000 units this year and expects a similar sales figure for 2024. What about the government's role in boosting EV consumption in the country? The Indian government has given more than $628 million in subsidies through December 1st under FAME 2 on the sale of 1.15 million vehicles. However, EV manufacturers have demanded that the government continue offering subsidies to let the market sustain its growth and expand further to meet the country's electrification target to have 30% EV penetration by 2030. Industry sources have also requested the government provide predictability in its policies and avoid bringing abrupt changes, such as the case of FAME 2 updates. That's a fair point. Predictability is crucial for long-term planning. What's the outlook for the EV market in India for 2024 and beyond? The Indian government is developing a new EV policy to attract foreign car makers to foray into the market, alongside supporting domestic players to expand the country's electric car base. 
Companies including Tata Motors, which are already in the EV market with their vehicles, are working to address the current adoption challenges. They are initiating open collaboration with key charging players to accelerate the growth of chargers, which will deliver a better experience to the EV buyers. The country also plans to add thousands of battery-operated auto rickshaws and e-buses to electrify public transportation across states in the coming months. It sounds like there's a lot of potential for growth in India's EV market. What about the investment landscape? How is that shaping up? Equity investments in India's electric vehicle EV market decreased by 52% from 2.1 billion 2022 to 1 billionaires in 2023. The number of funding rounds also dropped 62% from 135 in the previous year to 51. However, investors are optimistic about the capital flow growth in 2024, but cautious about muted numbers, particularly in the consumer segment due to Fame2 changes and lack of clarity on subsidy extension. That's a significant drop in investments. What's the reason behind this? The drop in EV funding this year was mainly due to valuations that were too high in many of the existing startups. However, new companies that are raising capital are doing so at much more reasonable valuations than older companies doing extension rounds. That's an interesting trend. It seems like the EV market in India is in for an exciting few years. Shifting gears to defense tech, Shield AI has expanded its latest funding round with an additional $300 million in equity and debt, bringing its total Series F to $500 million. Celeste, can you break down the details of this funding round? Absolutely, James. This total amount includes $200 million in equity closed in November, $100 million in new equity raised at the Series F price, and $200 million in debt. The debt provider is Hercules Capital, while Shield AI has not specified the source of the additional equity. This new funding has pushed the company's valuation up to $2.8 billion, a slight increase from $2.7 billion in November. That's quite a significant funding round. What is Shield AI planning to do with this capital? Shield AI is developing an AI pilot to transform aircraft into autonomous systems. Their flagship product, HiveMind, will allow teams of aircraft to operate independently of remote operators, communications, or GPS. This has been made possible due to recent advances in AI and computing power. Shield AI's CEO, Ryan Seng, has stated that AI pilots are becoming a strategic conventional deterrent, comparing their importance to that of aircraft carriers and guided missile submarines. That's a bold statement. How does this fit into the broader context of defense and warfare? In a recent testimony before the U.S. Senate, Shield AI's president and co-founder Brandon Seng emphasized the significance of AI-piloted systems to the country's overall deterrence strategy. He stated that AI-piloted systems could be the greatest military deterrent of our generation, but also acknowledged that incorporating AI pilots into the DOD's force structure had been challenging. He urged the DOD to shift its focus towards the next game-changing technological assets and warned that failing to adopt AI pilots quickly could have serious consequences. It's clear that AI is playing an increasingly significant role in defense. It will be interesting to see how Shield AI's developments progress and how they impact the future of warfare. With that, we conclude our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Current Radio. We look forward to engaging with you again tomorrow.